money. Let's talk money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Obviously, this is all about money. Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. (laughs) With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money. With Dave and Reb. From more than enough, real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. You got a big smile on. <laughs> you see this if, every if, time. I, I, I probably do, but you, you look at no, you look at me and you give me that big <laughs> smile, and I think, okay, everybody who's not watching on YouTube, you just have to watch the first thirty seconds. Just you don't have to watch any. You can listen to the show, but you just have to see the big smile on your face when well, yeah. I say, "Are you ready to talk money?" Yeah. And, and she is. So welcome to the show. Uh, we are so glad that you're here. Uh, I'm Dave. It's my wife Reb. If you're the first, if you're coming for the first time. Then this is the show where Dave and Reb talk about the hard issues around money. If you've been here and listening a long time and uh, you're a return listener, we love your feedback. Uh, I get it. Uh, this week, I got a, a couple of feedback just saying, oh, I love this or I love that or, hey, I can now put a face with a name because we're meeting with people more and more in, in person, person and, which is yeah. cool um and i always say okay so does the face match the voice like how does that work <laughs> yeah so, when you get the it, you're not what i imagined i'm like i'm not even gonna ask you what that means yeah so. right yes. <laughs> and of course we have ray here yes, so they all, if you're on youtube you already see his face so so, so welcome ray ray borg from Thank financial you. discipleship canada which by the way is sponsoring the show here today and so thank you financial discipleship canada and ray your again partnership in that uh, we couldn't do it without the people that partner with us both coming on as guests and of course supporting financially mm-hmm. so just uh if you're listening on a podcast um you found us uh, feel free to share feel free to to rate uh, we love all of that stuff and if you're watching on youtube or listening on our websites uh not mine.ca is mm-hmm. financial discipleship mm-hmm. canada more than enough to, uh, ca is where you'll find the podcast on ours and of course it's on chri's website 99.1 uh, when you're listening in real live on friday morning so lots of ways to learn about God, money, finances, mm-hmm. and the hard issues yeah. around finances. Mm-hmm. But today we're actually going to dig into um, what has been on my mind. And we've tried to have our times with you because if you don't know, Ray comes every month. We miss July, but he's back now. Um, sometimes the schedules don't work. But um, we've been trying to look at, okay, what did Jesus say about money? How did he interact with money? That's kind of where we've been That's going. That's our overall theme. Yeah. Kind of for the year, but it was yeah, I know, but yeah. we digress completely. So if you Google if you go to our website more than enough.ca and google like ray borg and get all the you can see how close or not close we've okay so jesus yeah. taught his disciples to pray and in matthew 6 um you know some of us of our generation know it off by heart like because i would have said it in school even in elementary school and of course that doesn't happen anymore um but he he prayed a prayer when the disciples had asked him how should they pray and he said our father in heaven hallowed be your name your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and i'm just gonna actually stop right there because 
what I, when I sent, I sent notes to these guys before the show and I said, Ray, we're going to talk about daily bread prayers because that's been something that has been a theme the last couple of months for me. As I've met with clients, um, we're, I'm just going like, it's like you're taking, I don't know how to explain it other than, you know, so so often we pray for world peace or, you know, some people don't have a prayer life. So then you say, well, we want you to start praying about your money and your finances. And you're like, well, how do I do that? So I kind of bring it back to, well, what do you need for today? You know, what, what's on your mind for today? What, what's the bill that's coming up that you're wondering how you're going to manage? Or do you have food in your cupboard? You know, some folks who, who talk, we talk with, like, I'm, I'm like, okay, are you eating? You know, you're having trouble with paying hydro and all that, but are you getting food in your belly? You know, these are, these are, there's practical parts to finances, as we know, but sometimes I think we don't, really believe God is who he is or who he says he is, that he's, he cares about us. Like he cares about the birds or even more so when you read Matthew six, but I'm like, well, let's pray your daily bread prayers. And so that's how, what I'm calling them. And then I read, read this book, praying like monks, living like fools by Tyler Stanton. And he has a whole chapter on daily bread prayers. So it's, it was quite interesting. So I sent these guys this quote, and then I'm going to ask uh, Ray and Dave some good questions about this, what, what it means to them. When the language we use in our prayers stays grounded, our prayers tend to stay grounded too. Ordinary language keeps us from lofty prayers that usher the activity of God into some far off imaginative place and instead invites God into the here and now, into the concerns of today. What I'll eat, who I'll meet, what I'll do, and how I'll feel about it all along the way. What I'll eat, who I'll meet, what I'll do, and how I'll feel about it all. And I'm like, I just really liked how he worded it because daily bread prayers, you know, sometimes, you know, I like language and I like words and I start praying and I'm like, I get a little poetic because that's just how God's wired me. And then people are with me and they're like, well, I don't want to pray with you because like, I'm totally like, I don't pray like you. So I don't, I'm like, well, if you heard me last night, all I said was Jesus help. <laughs> that was my daily bread moment yesterday. But what do you guys think about daily bread prayers? So when I read the quote right away, I thought, you know, um, what an observation about how we see Jesus navigating through the gospels. And, and I would say what struck me was, is this is a great articulation of how I think Jesus kind of met walk through his day, you know, get up in the morning and say that to the father. Okay, Lord, talk to me about who I'm going to meet or what I'm going to do or, or, um, you know, what I'm going to eat. And, and, you know, um, and there are little scenes there where, where we see, you know, whether it, you know, it looks like Jesus has a little bit of a premonition that, that, God is going to do something. And so he, you know, when the disciples say, Hey, come on back to the town, everybody's looking for you. And Jesus says, no, we're going on to another town. Well, that's the direction mm -hmm. of, of the Holy spirit and the father. But when he's walking down the road and the woman with the issue of blood touches his heart, his, the hem of his garment, that's kind of like an instantaneous, okay, what happened? Who touched me? <laughs> right. You know? And so, you know, it's that, that, I love the way he articulated that in the sense of Jesus is just aware of maybe knowing what was going to happen that day. I mean, obviously, he does encourage us to say, focus on today. Don't worry about tomorrow. Those are some of the words that he says. But I just thought, oh, when I read it, I thought, I, 
Yeah, I could see absolutely Jesus walking and praying in this way, the way he's articulated it. So that's what jumped out at me, right? You know, I when you first threw out the idea and I got the note, I thought, you know, it's interesting because I grew up every day yeah. in my family um, where we would sit down for breakfast, lunch, and dinner growing up on the farm, and we would pray starting the meal and closing the meal. Wow. And you read a scripture, um, the Bible, or a, a devotional at, at, at the end of the meal. So, so that was just kind of how I grew up. So you would have prayed six times yeah. over the course of three meals. So it was just very interesting for me as I thought about, it. okay. And then I ran across a quote that I love from um, Timothy Keller. And he says this, I do not mean to deny traditional prayers I've said all my life. But I have been saying them and not feeling them. Mm. Prayers bring perspective, shows the big picture, gets you out of the weeds, reorients you to where you really are. Wow. And that really struck me. And I thought that in, ties into the quote that you said there. I mean, it's just kind of reorienting today's the day. I think that's what Jesus was talking in, his, in, in instructing the disciples live day to day for what it is. We can be preoccupied already for tomorrow and next week and you know whatever bills we need to pay and things we have to accomplish. But we miss living in the moment and enjoying it and and recognizing God's processing some stuff in our heart, shaping our character and looking are we tuning in and listening? Because as you're talking, I'm thinking, picturing, I know Jesus went often away to be quiet, to talk to the Father about what was going on. But I'm wondering, even at times when he was walking alone, would he be just even talking with the Father, even as they were going mm -hmm. about and doing that? I, I, that's what comes to mind, actually. It's interesting. So, um, do we do even that prayer, just a conversation with the Lord as we're going through, as, as needs present themselves or situations, or you're walking into a situation you need wisdom and saying, Lord, can you help me? I need your wisdom in this situation here. Well, I don't know if Jesus did that, but I know I do. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes like, what's the word? It's literally help. Lord, yeah, that's thank right. You. Yeah, that's like, right. We're, we're talking in a I mean, very even, simple, very yeah. simple. Even in no. that, what Tim Keller says in that quote, like you're, we're taking it from that lofty stuff that didn't mean anything to the, and, and and this quote that I read, the ordinary language like takes us out of loftiness. Now I love lofty prayers. Like yeah. there are some of us that, and some women I hang out with. That's how we pray, and we, like we don't have to explain ourselves to each other. We just go at it, right? Like, and it's it's actually fun. But when it comes to people who are in, you know, whether you're in a good place financially, because we want to bring it to this, why are we talking about daily prayer? daily bread prayers because we right now there's a lot of 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 like um stress around our needs every day for all kinds of reasons and i i think that's why i wanted to do this show to encourage people that god is really interested in your day and i i was praying with um a colleague yesterday and the Lord really spoke to us. I was telling Dave on the way in, um, as it pertained to David and I, but you, I'm glad you mentioned the woman who, with the issue of blood, who touched the hem of his garment. Because as we were praying and going through this, you know, if you don't know the study, um, uh, or the scripture verses in Matthew 9, Jesus is on the way 
to someone else's house mm. to heal. And I mean, we're also doing some speaking um, around getting interrupted. So we've been thinking a lot about how do we handle interruption? The Jesus, Jesus is a master. And we've been looking at Jesus just, and how Jesus, Jesus handled, handled interruption, right? Yes. So, so yeah. anyway, she says in, in verse 21, it says, for she said to herself, if only I may touch his garment, I shall be made well. I mean, that almost makes me want to cry today. But Jesus turned around and when he saw her, he said, be of good cheer, daughter, your faith has made you well. And the woman was made well from that hour. But beforehand, so she touches the hem of his garment and he says, who's touched me? And the disciples, what came to us when we were praying was that thought like, well, there's there's people when we are individuals with our need, we come like the woman and we just want to, like, if I could just touch you, Jesus, but I actually don't know how to do that. I, I'm scared you won't answer, or I've been asking and it just hasn't happened. I've had an issue for 11 years and you haven't responded. And then the disciples go and say, well, who's, you know, you're getting touched by millions of hands. And, and that thought came to us when we were praying that we get disqualified in our prayers when we think, oh, well, we're just another one of the million. So who are we to Christ? And that was what oddly came out of our prayer time. And we were just praying for the people we serve at more than enough, even for ourselves. Like, Lord, help us remember that we're valuable. And the thing we're struggling with today is, 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 is needing daily bread requests. It's a petition. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that, yes. that was my profound thought for I like and and it prayer is a mystery. It's not like, you know, we're gonna pray to God and he's just gonna hand you the, you know, you rub his belly and he's, you know, good to go like a genie. That's not what we're talking about. So in some senses, if I hear you correct, Rep, you're saying don't give that air space in your head right. in terms of that word that I'm insignificant and he's got a million other people there, but it's just saying he knows you. Like this woman with the issue of the blood, he knew that she was there suddenly and touched her. So he welcomes each one of us that he has time to hear each one of our yes. daily prayer needs. Yes. Now I wonder, like, have you, do you guys have any examples of actually like, if people are listening, you're like, well, what does it mean to pray a daily bread prayer? Do you have any examples of, of having, you know, prayed something and like, oh, I really need that today? Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first, Ray? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I'll go first then. And, 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 you know, just a little caveat around the, the simplicity of and, and maybe bringing in the Lord's Prayer. Again, in our generation, we can say the Lord's Prayer off the top of our heads, but, you know, that isn't everybody. And and so, um, you know, having this model where the simplicity of the Lord's Prayer, Father, I know who you are and you're holy, right? You know, starting with just engaging the, I know who you are. And, and you know, just using that woman with the issue of blood, she knew who Jesus was. And so she said, well, if I can just touch the hem, and, and the, this is kind of the prayer Jesus is teaching, is, is so father i know who you are now we have some needs give us our daily bread forgive us our debts and yes we have a part to play in that that we have to forgive our debtors as well right so there's a an interaction there just like the woman with the issue of blood where she knows who jesus is but she still 
had to reach out. She still had to kind of sneak through the crowd and, and, and grab his hem. She had a part to play and, and that. And so I think when we talk about this, the stories, uh, of daily bread prayers, just remembering that there's, there's this God part that happens and then there's the R part that happens as well. Um, and, and sometimes that's, Trying to navigate that, I have found is is really tough because it's like, Lord, I don't want to take it away from you. The healing comes, the provision comes from you. You know, I'm not gonna gonna generate. And I'm laughing that. because you're a great Dutch man who does very well. You you're very practical and you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when the doing's out of your hands, then sometimes that's what you end up with is like, this is out of my hand. This I can't do this. So. And, and then I thought of the Jesus prayer, um, kind of connecting and, and that is just Jesus Christ, son of God, have mercy on me, right? Like that's the prayer, right? And, yeah. and if you, you read through history, you'll see that that's a prayer that's prayed and it's, that's it. We're done. Uh, yeah. you know, uh, throughout history. It's called the Jesus prayer. And it is yeah. called the Jesus and prayer. Been, yeah. And I have prayed that prayer many, many times going, Lord, I don't even know what to say after that. I don't know what to say after that. And so, you know, um, you, I think you asked for a an ex- story. Yeah, though. An yeah. Did you, did yes. you have an example? Um, the, you know, I was just thinking, um, one of the examples that, that often comes to me when we talk about this is when we were transitioning, uh, there was some money that came mm-hmm. and, and this is really poignant story for me because, you know, this money came in. It was unexpected. I didn't know we were transitioning uh, from one business into into more than enough. And so, uh, you know, I looked at that and went, Reb, we could like put a pool in the backyard for the kids. <laughs> like it's enough money to do that. Like that would be great. Serena's and, really wishing we had, but yes, you know. <laughs> know. Uh, and you and I prayed about it. And, and you know, the, the, the whole part of that story was this, we, we couldn't really put our finger on what the Lord had planned for that money, but we knew that we weren't supposed to spend it. And I don't know, three, four, six months later, whatever it was, we looked back and realized, oh, that was the Lord providing mm-hmm. money ahead of time for a time when we didn't have any resources, uh, when I didn't have a job and, and the income had been interrupted. I would say unexpectedly. Um, and, and the prayer was, what do we do with this money? Actually, we were getting the money. So it wasn't really a request of like, we have this need, please fill it. It was like, we still went to the Lord with. We didn't even know we had the need. And that's what touches me in that mm-hmm. story is, is I didn't, when the money came, I didn't even know we had the need. Wow. And then we asked the Lord and said, Lord, if all of it comes from you, wow, thank you again, Father, you know, great uh, gratitude is in the, you know, we were really thankful for it. And then, of course, I get all kinds of ideas. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and, and like I said, the, the real thing, we didn't know until six months later, really, in a sense, the purpose the Lord had for that. Uh, and 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 that was that, that's a story that I think about often when I think about, okay, I have more than enough. We have money that we can spend. So, Lord, how do you want me to, to, to manage that and steward that? And, and that's really an, a daily bread prayer because – Sometimes the Lord says, okay, it's, you know, go out and So it's up, actually interesting because you take the example of actually having the cash. Mm-hmm. So it's not having, you know, I was, I'm always thinking when we don't have it mm-hmm. and then how are we going to pay it or, right? You know, but that's an interesting 
perspective you have because we actually That's just a story I thought of when you said you have a daily bread story and I thought that was our daily bread (laughs) during that time. But the Lord had provided it way ahead. And so, you know, in that circumstance, he doesn't work that way every time, but in that circumstance, it it just was a And you always say sometimes we spend the money we get like a tax return like ten times over. (laughs) Dave's like, you've already spent that ten times over in your head, Reb. So, you know, I guess a good idea is to take that as a daily bread prayer to the Lord and say, what do you want me to do with it? But Ray, what do you, would you have anything that comes to mind? Well, two stories came okay. to mind real quickly. One was um, a couple of weeks ago, we were visiting my parents mm. um, and we were going to travel to Arlene's parents as well. And um, they're getting on in their late eighties. And my mom, mother-in-law is actually getting tired of preparing food, mm. having doing that three times a day. Um, and, um, my parents actually have found a, a place in the community that actually prepares food and you can just go and buy it and it's frozen and then you can put it and just thaw it. But she uses uh, mashed potatoes and Arlene's father doesn't care for mashed potatoes. So it's like, I'm wondering if she could do some kind of alternative for us. So we pray, Lord, is there something we could do? Because we'd like to bless Arlene's folks with some food that's prepackaged that they could just pull out, warm up and that kind of stuff that's homemade. Yeah. And so... um we actually went into there and said, um, well, this is our situation here. She said, well, that's no problem. I have a few other clients who would like to do that. So we can just slice the potatoes and they actually warm up very well when you, after they've been frozen, that kind of stuff. And she said, you know what? Um, when would you like it? It was the next day. And so she said, you know what? We're doing this today. Would these things all fit with you? Then I'll change those. And she pulled out two already that had been prepared to take the mashed potatoes out to change them. So it was like an answer to prayer it was like, wow. we went with food for her folks that we knew they would wow. enjoy. So that was one. The second one is a current one. <laughs> As Dave and Brad know that we put some solar tubes yeah. into our house recently. Uh, last month and it was like lord some money was given to us already over a year ago for s- part of it and it was like we didn't do our due diligence in trying to protect it, it kind of was there but it wasn't yes, there yes, you know yes, how it goes yes. kind of <laughs> yeah. plays hide and go seek sometimes you don't, you don't give it a job it leaves right? i know yeah. so i was like okay we're supposed to be in there in okay, that's, out. that's really so, honest ray that's really good and, and so that the credit card bill came and i gulped because I knew that there was the solar tubes, but it was the extras that I had lost track of just knowing the yeah. solar tube. I was like, oh, Lord, please let there be enough money in the account to manage all this stuff. And so um, so I, I had to, you know, pull down from the tangerine yeah. account and do yeah. all that kind of stuff. And then um, Arlene said, well, my credit card bill should have come off already. And I said, oh. I didn't even check. I just assumed it's ought to come off too, um, because we both have one. And so she has her credit rating. And so anyway, needless to say, it had come off. And I said, hallelujah. <laughs> Actually, almost all the money's there. And I, we, or we had to transfer a little bit yeah. and I could transfer back to Tangerine because the money was there. Mm-hmm. It's like, thank you, Lord. <laughs> so it was like, that was just amazing yeah. to see. I just, I often, have this thought, Lord, you're so gracious. We do what we know to do and tithe and give and bless and honor and walk with you in this. But it astounds me every time, Lord, where the finances come together sometimes. I just Mm -hmm. just can't quite compute them all in my brain. So anyway, so it's just a a great. Yeah, it's a fun story. Yeah. And and, uh, 
really, really current. <laughs> well, yes. and I, I, I had a question for us. I know that we're winding down, but do you think that a daily bread prayer is always answered like a miracle? Or do you think that God uses other people to fulfill? Like when I hear your story about the food, and I'm also hearing listeners thinking, really, Ray, you pray about the mashed potato issue? Like, but I'm saying, yeah, we are. And we're bringing these examples to you because some of us don't know how intimate our father is. He does care a lot about the big things, but he's intimately aware of the needs of our aging parents. And what, like, it's true. So, like, in your case, the answer came through a woman who is willing to change the menu. Yes. Right? So yes. I, I guess it's kind of a rhetorical question, but what do you guys say about that? Like, does it, do we, are we always praying for daily bread miracles that just come like, like a check? And I always talk about coming like a check in the mailbox. But for you know? me, they're both miracles because mm-hmm. somebody offering to help and change things to, <laughs> oh, out of their yeah. standard kind of stuff. It's like, you know what, God, that's just how I just, yeah. And I like, you know, the simple things, I'm not uncommon for me to say, Lord, I'm in a time crunch and I got this time. Lord, can I have a parking spot close up or something? It seems kind of silly, but yet it's like Father looks after those details too. So I know it's funny. He actually mentions that example when he's just this mother-in-law and then he uses that, whoops, he uses that as the story. Like, people are like, really? A parking lot? People are dying in the third world and we're praying for parking lots. But his, pre- the whole premise of the chapter on daily bread from Tyler Stanton is, yes, we do, because he's that intimate and interested. But mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you, what do you say about people and miracles? I was just going to say yes. I mean, mm-hmm. I think the, um, you know, again, I, I talked about that. There's a part that we play and then there's a part that, that, that is out of our control. And I often find myself thinking and saying as, as we coach, you know, what is it that you can do? What are the mm. things that you can do? What do you see going forward? And, and what are the things that you can't affect and the Lord has to take care of? And so we can just simply say, okay, Lord, I'm going to take this step forward uh, and I'm going to do what I can do. The woman with the issue of blood, she showed up in the middle of the, the, the crowd and she reached out, you know, in faith that Jesus was going to heal her and she knew who the father was. And it, that's, that's really the model of, you know, Lord, I'm in a time crunch. We need a parking lot and I'm not in control, but I'm going to drive around close to the building. I'm not going to drive at the other end of the parking lot. I'm going to drive close in faith that that was going to happen. A simple thing like that or a massive thing like, uh, I've been having this issue for 12 years and, and only Jesus. Can and she it. pressed the one song that I, I can't remember her name who writes it, but she pressed her way through the madness. She pressed her way and was so persistent mm-hmm. to get to Jesus. And I think sometimes I wonder, and he, he tells stories about the persistent widow, like going to the judge and, or the, or the, when you go knock on the neighbor's door and like, give me bread, I'm entertaining. And, and of course they're going to give it to you because they want to, you know, and, and he says the father's like that. So then I'm like, that's my encouragement that we would press our way through the madness of this time and season that we are experiencing economically in our culture to get to Christ because like you summarized, you know, get it out of your head that he doesn't care because he does. Mm-hmm. Ray, would you pray? 
Father, we just say thank you for our time together, for the words that were spoken. We pray, Lord, that our listeners would be encouraged, Lord, that you are there every moment of the day, that everything that crosses their mind, they can bring to you. And so, Lord, we just say thank you for your faithfulness to listen to our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us today, Ray. Yeah, and and a big you. thank you to Financial Discipleship for sponsoring the show. Thank you for joining us and listening to us as you join and listen. And and again, thanks for the feedback. Uh, Reb and I love it. And uh, it's yeah, it's just fun. We love being here. So join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.